1: Welcome to Country Wire Radio, Bo. And I'm John David, JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How you doing? You know, I'm I'm doing great. Our uh, our 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 shop is uh, exquisitely humid today because yeah. because it's just so warm outside. And uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's doing wonders for my hair. I think my I think my um, uh, tobacco Jesus game is uh, is on point today. Yeah, yeah, man. You, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I'm letting it down. I kind of feel like I've got the locks. Uh, uh flowing it's been uh i don't know I, I don't this doesn't even have any product in it it's well, one of these
0: things we just out of nowhere of course we've had this ridiculous heat out of nowhere we get a little bit of rain in and it's amazing uh, that people can live down here yeah i
1: mean i i think i say that often every like, single episode during the summer but it's true no it, it's just it's just awful yeah i mean it, it, it's just awful. it's absolutely true we uh you know being in a in a pipe shop in the south um you know obviously this time of year it's just it is really terrible and so um Generally, what we see is the, you know, uh, pipe, uh, you know, smoking goes down a, a smidge and, uh, cigars will kind of go up. Cigars, you don't have to fool with them as much. They're a little more conducive to maybe grilling out or sitting by the pool or something like that. But, um, but, you know, the, the pipe smokers that do stick with it and are real regular, uh, a lot of times the, the only place they smoke is here in the shop. Yeah. Because this is the only, Real place they can. <laughs> it's, uh yeah, it's it's amazing. It's but, a uh, safe
0: haven for many folks. And man, let me is. tell you, uh, over the uh, the weekends, uh, which by the way, happy 4th of July weekend. Yeah, happy 4th of July. Now, do you say happy Fourth Independence Day. Day. Yeah, all right, so you say
1: Independence Day. I, I, I tend to go that route. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, ever since the movie, I feel like Independence Day has been a whole nother it's thing. It's got
1: its own uh, connotation, 1994, right? we, we will never forget. Yeah, of course. But uh, no, I, The president's speech in that movie, still the best president's speech even after the terrible sequel, it still holds up. Even after the terrible sequel, even, even with real presidents, like I think, <laughs> I don't know, like I know Reagan had some good ones, FDR had some good ones, but, but Bill Pullman in, uh, in that one. Just saying. <laughs> I prefer him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he
0: had his moments. I'm a, I'm a flight. Attendant, not a flight attendant. I'm a pilot. I <laughs> would have been a completely <laughs> a different thing. what if you said right. that. I'm a stewardess. i right? belong <laughs> in the air. Yeah, man. All right. So uh so happy independence slash fourth of July to you, you as well. You too. Uh but yeah, no, while while most of us were enjoying our barbecue and uh and family and beer and, and all that kind of wonderful stuff, you were here laboring away as if it was Labor Day. Dude. Uh, and uh man, we are standing and this for those of you tuning in for the live show, you yeah. can see it. Something feels a
1: little different here. It's a little different. So, uh, so yeah, I've probably worked about 24 hours in the past 36 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just uh, came up here to the shop, uh, Sunday afternoon and then, and then all day yesterday, uh, just kind of taking advantage of the three day weekend. And so, um, man, it, it's, it's very strange, but we have moved the entire tobacco bar, uh, from the back of our shop to the front of our shop. And, um, and it, this has been really weird, Bo. It's been one of those things that, uh, you know, to some people, it's been an obvious, uh, decision of course you should do this and for other people it's been like well you know the tobacco bar was in the back of the shop for 45 years why the you know heck would you move it now kind of thing <laughs> and, um yeah you know i i kind of put out a little uh video to our pipe club last night uh not not the general public but just uh you know the magnolia pipe club just kind of um giving them a little tour and explaining some of my rationale and um and 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 just to you know kind of uh, reiterate some of that i you know, I just have this, um, feeling that with our, our private blends as, um, you know, popular as they are and, and also as, you know, powerful as they are, as far as the, you know, percent of our business goes, sure. you know, we we sell a lot of things. We sell pipes, we sell, uh, cigars, we sell tinned tobacco, but, um, you know, the, the private blend is kind of our, uh, the hallmark of our shop. And so, uh, you know, it's just important to me to kind of uh, have that visible from the front door which is uh which is just right here and so when people walk in they're um they can they can see it they can they can see it really easily and uh and approach it very easily and um, it was just I, I felt convicted that that was the right thing to do. Man, so, it looks uh, it beautiful. feels good, doesn't it? it yeah,
0: looks beautiful. Yeah, like, I it walked in the good. shop. I
1: remember seeing the video because I remember you you talked about wanting to do this for a while, and it's kind of yeah. hard to visualize a little bit. Well, you it, know, w- without seeing it, it made and sense. I was scared.
0: <laughs> yeah, it made sense, but it was always kind of hard for me to to figure out how it was going to all flow. But like, as soon as you posted out that video and I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to go in there. Yeah, and uh, and not only that, but like you've got you know, and y'all can't see this on the live show, but. Like behind you right now, like where the camera is, we we've got sitting room. So we we might yeah. actually open we may, this up. And we make may have this, to uh, not just a live show, but a but a live show, a li, a lot li, live studio audience. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean we we joke, you know, we joke about the quote unquote live studio audience. Say hello, Briar. And that's it. So you know we might actually have a, a
1: legitimate live studio audience. I mean, we have no a offense. legitimate no studio offense. audience, no, but offense. you know just more than one person. Exactly. Exactly. Is, so. is, what's the what's the singular of audience is it just audience? Audi audi. audi- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey,
0: I'm on the road again. Uh, yeah, you're going to Chicago, right? I am leaving again. for Chicago. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow morning at the uh, just absolutely crack of dawn it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. We're getting in there uh, probably about uh, right before noon uh, on Wednesday. And uh, and we will be there from Wednesday to Friday. Now, why are you going? Now, I'm going for a podcast movement. It's a big uh, okay. a, a industry kind of convention, conference look, type yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, really mostly going to network. We've got some great meetings lined up with some uh, really exciting folks doing some amazing things in the industry. going to be talking about Satchel and representing uh, the Satchel podcast player. Excited about that, but even more so excited to be able to go and visit – Uh, now, now, help me with this because I always mispronounce <laughs> it –
1: I, I've always said Ewan Reese. Ewan Rees. I, I, I've always said that. See, you know? I'm dyslexic. It looks like I wouldn't be. Well, and and it. I, I, I some people say that. Ewan know? Ewan Rees. I. Th- there's been people because we're in the deep South that have come up to me and not not you know, blinked at all saying it, uh, Iwin rise. <laughs> well, there you go. And I, you know, and that uh, that's probably just Southern for, I don't know how to say that. But. Yeah. Well, look, I'm
3: excited.
1: <laughs> but, uh, man, yeah, one of the one of the flagship pipe shops, obviously, in uh, in the United States. Yeah. So it's really exciting, man. I've never been. I'd, I'd love to go sometime. And, uh, man, really great guys up there, super knowledgeable. And uh, are you going to try to meet up with some folks when you're up there? Well, that's the goal. So if you're listening and you're in
0: Chicago and you happen to be free one evening uh, this week, I think it'll probably be Thursday night but it may also be Wednesday night I'm not sure yet so uh so by the time this episode goes live be sure to keep an eye on the uh, Facebook and Twitter page We'll post out that information. Would love to meet up with you. I'm actually uh, already reached out to the shop about going by, good. And collecting some audio, doing a, a quick interview, and uh, maybe putting out a shop talk. I uh, just, I mean, what a great historic uh, yeah. location. And I yeah. uh, can't wait to hear some of the stories there and just check them out, man. I think it'll be a lot of fun.
1: You know, it's funny. People over the past few weeks have come in and been like, man, your inventory's really improved. And, you know, the shop's looking good. You've got so much stuff. But, uh, If you want to see a pipe shop with inventory, (laughs) you need to go to Ewan Reese. Now, again, I've never been, but I've just heard there's just buckets and buckets full of you know Savonelli's and Peterson's. there you know there's literally drawers that you open that just the the front of the drawer just says like Savonelli written in like a you know uh, an old school label and then you open the door and it's just full of them you know and I, 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 that just blows my mind to think that uh you know that that shop does so much volume that they can sustain that i, I love it it just it's really cool I, um i think chuck is uh, maybe the guy that that either owns it or runs it and uh, uh really well known obviously connected in the pipe industry and uh, heard nothing but good things about him, even though I haven't ever interacted with him in person. So, um, man, I look forward to hearing how that goes. You have to take a bunch of pictures.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be fun. Absolutely. You know, I, I meant to do a shout out to a listener, but I can't remember the details. So never mind. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, we had to- <laughs> so a- I'll edit that entire part out. No, right. we we had somebody. Who was it? Ah, and now I can't even remember who told me about this this story. But it was somebody who they met somebody. They were traveling to like California or somebody and they met somebody. Yeah. And that person said, Hey, you know, where are you from? He's like, Oh, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Have you, are you familiar with the Country Squire? Was like, yeah, no, I, I know that place. It's like, they do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't
1: know, I, I, I forgot all the details.
0: That's the next thing.
1: Is, and then you found 20 bucks. And so it was totally uh, worth it. Cool it's, story. It was it's totally worth it. Yeah. It totally. Hey, uh, real quick, I, you know, just as anecdotally, I'd like to say uh, it's not really an announcement, but it's just so funny in the power of social media in yeah. our industry today. Um uh, this morning I received a shipment of tobacco in yeah, the mail yeah, yeah. and uh it was from our friends uh, one of these uh, our main distributors that we get a lot of our uh, supplies from and a lot of my blending ingredients and all that kind of stuff and I opened the box and uh as I was expecting it was um it was a bunch of esoterica tobacco Ooh. in these beautiful shiny gold uh golden packages that uh look Kind of like this. Oh, and and so just just really something. Uh, This is a bag of tilbury. Now, so of
0: course they make Penzance. They they
1: they made Penzance. They they make Penzance. They make Stonehaven, uh, tilbury, uh, Dunbar. uh, There's uh, Pembroke. There's several Eh. uh, that they make. Of course, this is really small batch stuff. But the reason I even bring this up is, um, and really the only reason. Of course, we have all we have left now is two bags of tilbury and uh, and one thing of Pembroke, but. Uh, the literally all the Stonehaven and Penzance was gone in 15 minutes. My all, li- goodness! All I did, literally all I did was take a picture of what we got, put it on Instagram, didn't say anything except put my phone number on there. <laughs> and that was it. And, and like, and, and it was so funny because I, I could hear as I was, you know, taking the orders for the first, uh, you know a pound and a half of penzance that i sold like yeah. you know it, the i could hear it beeping in the background so the next person was trying to get in and, and it was probably angry because they you know they couldn't sure <laughs> sure it was like an ebay type it's of just thing, amazing man like the you know it shows you the power of small batch tobaccos like that it's, it's tremendous of course the folks at esoterica do a really good job um you know they're they're wonderful tobaccos um you know and and a bag like this at the country squire we charge uh 4250 for an 8 ounce bag like this you know there's some people that would mark that up and you know get i don't know 75 80 bucks for that 8 ounce bag but it's uh you know we think it's a we just want to you know sell it at a fair price with our excise tax in mississippi yeah. and uh you know when it's gone it's gone but it's one of those things like it it, it when you get it it's just it's just gone. It's just gone. Yeah. It's, have it's you, amazing. Have you had Tilbury before? I have not had this. Yeah, read it. What does the front say again? I uh, see. Utilizing finest whole
0: leaf and traditional product techniques, uh, we take pleasure in presenting a wide variety of premium pipe tobaccos for your enjoyment. Uh, it's a broad cut, extra mature Virginia.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And uh, let's see. Entirely made, blended, and aged
1: in the British Isles. Oh.
0: Okay, the so less than United Kingdom over there.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, they're not feeling very united right now. No, no, no. no, no. Um, but yeah, you know, this is this stuff just goes so quickly. It's got such a. Incredibly hardcore following. A lot of folks too. They'll you know buy it and resell it, and or um, buy it, split it up, and then share it amongst their friends. You know, just because it's kind of hard to get. But um, yeah, the Tilbury. It says a broad cut extra mature Virginia. Of course, we all know what Penzance Stonehaven is. Sure. uh, uh, One of the guys that bought a uh, a bag of Stonehaven this morning uh, shared a little bowl with me, which was nice. And uh, the Pembroke. Read that one. That's that's really interesting to me. And I've never. I've had most of the esoterica stuff except the Pembroke and the. And, and and the Tilbury here. What does that say? All right, Pembroke Choice English Cognac
0: Blend. Yeah,
1: I, that I don't know. there's something about that. You know, it, generally, I that wouldn't sound particularly interesting to me when you start mixing liquor yeah. and Latakia and all these things. But that um. I don't know. That sounds pretty great. Have you had it before? I never have. No. I'm inclined to buy this right now so we can pop it open to try. It, I, it's one of two tens I have left. <laughs> oh, man. It's only $14. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey,
0: now, I, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Hang on just a second. This has become a completely different experience now. <laughs> People are like debating, okay, now do I have this in the budget? Yeah, I have it in the <laughs> budget. Is my yeah. wife going to be mad if I walk home with another ten Another
1: Another ten. Right. Yeah. Eh, but talk to the tobacconist after the show. Maybe he'll make
0: you. All happy. right, all right, all right. You
1: do produce the show. So you know,
0: li- live audience. You've got all of, uh, 40, about 30, 45 minutes right now if you <laughs> want to call in. Good luck to you.
1: Whatever. The phone's unplugged. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you have to talk to me tomorrow.
0: Man. All right. So we have got a uh, great show planned tonight. Uh, in the spirit of, uh, the 4th of July and, uh, you know, which, which of course celebrates our independence, but, uh, ultimately drives back to the, uh, the birth of, uh, of this uh, country that we live in, here in the states, the That's United right. States That's of right. America, and uh, and so you know, you you had this idea. I had the idea to to talk about barbecue and tobacco pairing. Uh, you naysayed with a vengeance. <laughs> you
1: know, we, I feel like our our listeners and, and and viewers give us a lot of license when we uh, do our pairing stuff. You know, we. Uh, we, we do, we put a lot of thought into it and, and we are pride ourselves in that. But, you know, th- I mean, are, are, are you going to go buy necessarily, if you're listening to this, are you going to go buy a, you know, $35 bottle of whiskey just so you can smoke it with one bowl of Dunhill 965? I mean, I, I don't know. You might, you know, but that's but not we, the goal. But the we, goal is for us to drink the well, whiskey I, on air. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so our listeners give us a lot of license for that. But, right. but dude, a, a barbecue and, And tobacco pairing because nobody, no, uh, you're right because hashtag America. Like, (laughs) I mean, like what. I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, what? there's
0: literally, like... Because nobody barbecues while smoking their pipe. By the way, keep sending just, those pictures, which you already
1: Come on, have. man. I'm just saying, this may be your cornbread and It'd milk. It'd be shame. I, think, I don't I think, know, dude. I That's, think the listeners
0: are with me on this be That'd
1: be, that'd be shame, shameless. I mean, like, well, we... I mean, are we? I mean, look, I'm okay. I love barbecue. <laughs> I, I love barbecue. I ate a half slab of ribs yesterday. It was great, but... Uh, well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> the only
0: thing more American than barbecue...
1: It's tobacco. tobacco. That's right. So
0: we got, we got a great show tonight that we're going to be talking about this. So, so walk us through, man, the history of tobacco in America.
1: Well, and, and we wanted to talk about this. Obviously, this is kind of a July 4th uh, tribute. We um, celebrated Independence Day here in the States yesterday. And, um, you know, actually, it's funny. I don't know the date uh, of of the independent. Do, do you know offhand what the anniversary was yesterday? What, what was America's birthday yesterday? Uh, wait, July 4th? But, but they actually signed it on the 3rd, right? No. Or wait, I, what was the whole thing? I'm game? asking how old America is. Oh. It'd be um, 200 and- uh, It's impolite to ask a- um, a, a, lady a lady how old she's.
0: she is. Right. Including
1: Lady Liberty. In, 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 okay, we'll go, we'll go with that. But uh, anyway- <laughs> I'm an
0: American. I don't know anything about history, geography. <laughs> yeah, you fit right in. That's great. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, no, so we, you know, obviously, um, you know, on Independence Day, we, you know, have a lot of pride in our country and, and we have a very unique way of life here that, um, you know, is- uh, always every four years up for, uh, up for discussion on what that is going to look like <laughs> and agree, all that right. kind of stuff. And, uh, obviously we're in one of those years this year, but, um, which it's is been,
0: typically a beautiful part of our, political and it's process. been, it,
1: I wouldn't call this year beautiful, but anyway, we'll, typically. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll discuss it some other time, <laughs> uh, when, when we're, when we have that $35 bottle of whiskey, but you know, we, we have such a unique system of government here, but also our, our country has such an interesting story, um. That is woven intimately with this leaf that we love. Th- this, mm-hmm. this interesting, uh, leaf with these wonderful properties of, of, um, you know, uh, it, it, medicine to our soul. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it, and it's it, this, um, uh, beautiful and heartbreaking and just very full, interesting, uh, you know, wonderful and tragic, uh, interwoven thing that is tobacco in America. The history
0: so, of America is, in fact, the history of tobacco, or at least reflects it in many
1: ways. It really is. Versa. It really is. So we just want to spend, uh, just a few minutes kind of talking about that. Um, and, and, you know, obviously we have spent several episodes in the past talking about kind of the history of tobacco, uh, period. You know, just, uh, tobacco, you know, obviously we had, uh, you know, the Spanish come and in, in the, um, West East Indies, I'm sorry. Uh, You know, uh, as they were kind of island hopping down there, they were uh, interacting with these natives, finding, you know, uh, local, you know, what they called Indians at the time, uh, you know, that. Uh, You know, we're inhaling this leaf. You know, they would burn this leaf on fire and inhale it. And they were, you know, they they took some of this back to Europe and, uh, you know, in some cases were jailed because of it, because right. it was just so such an insane practice. What is this? This what, seems what, so odd. Right. They're, they're drinking smoke. They're drink, drinking fire, you know, and, is and what And at the what time it said. was
0: with clay, right? I mean, it was in the ground. Is that correct?
1: Uh, what, Are you mean as far as the smoking apparatus? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the yeah. smoking method for actually lighting it on fire and breathing in the smoke. Uh, yeah. I, actually, I'm not. I I have trouble remembering right off offhand. I think they either used uh wooden pipes or or clay pipes. I, I'm not sure to be honest. I can't remember. Or not maybe sure. it was like a cane or like a sugar piece of sugar cane or something. Ooh. I'll have to go back and and look at that. I Fair can't enough. can't remember offhand. But um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, in 1528, so you had the the Spanish uh, and and then Portuguese kind of take this back to Europe and um and throughout the 16th and 17th century. Uh, you know, the tobacco usage exploded through Europe. Now, this was, um, you know, obviously a time of great drama. I mean, it wasn't just like it just took over uh, automatically. There was a lot of uh, back and forth, like, what is this new thing? And uh, should we be doing this? <laughs> and, you know, uh, are, are we becoming dragons by doing this? Or like, you know, what, I mean, what, what is, what's going on with this? Wait,
0: what, what, why did you just lock up Frederick? Well, he was smoking this something. He it on fire and he drank the smoke. Oh, that sounds crazy.
1: But it smells amazing. But it smells so good. And uh, he's so relaxed. And all of a sudden his wife likes him more.
0: Let's, <laughs> let's unlock him, have
1: him start a business and... <laughs> I'll into this. That's exactly right. Wish you should write a story, Benjamin. All oh, hail Frederick! Uh, <laughs> who is this Frederick, the founder of tobacco? Apparently, uh, apparently so. Yeah, forget Walter Walter Raleigh. Um, so you know, you had a uh, you had this uh, explosion of tobacco. Sorry, that's right on the uh, on you know in 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 Europe there. Uh, you know, and obviously, as America was settled more and more by uh, the Northern Europeans, Britain uh, in, in particular, uh, the settlers came to America and. Um, you know, in droves, obviously, initially they were looking for things like gold and silver, precious metals, but, um, you know, they needed to trade with the natives mm. in order to get supplies, just even, you know, even stuff like raw material, but, well, even, and even stuff like food, things to survive on, you know, um, but, you know, as their gold and silver was becoming less and less, Available just because they, you know, they got to America thinking, oh, we'll go find all this precious metal. And then, you know, in America, you've got, you know, great soil and you've got livestock and wild, you know, wildlife and all this stuff. But, but you don't really have a lot of precious metal, um, at least on the eastern seaboard there. And so, you know, out of necessity, they started, you know, trading using tobacco as a form of currency with the Native Americans. And so the, you know, the tobacco became a viable alternative to, you know, to silver and gold at the time, uh, which is which is interesting. So, as as the tobacco uh, began to be used like that, it e- even in some cases uh, was sanctioned by the state as a way of determining a person's wealth. And so, you could have a gentleman that uh, you know his, his estate was uh, you know valued based on how much tobacco that he either produced or. That his family, uh, you know, was able to consume during a year or something like that, which is really fascinating to me. Um, And and so even with that, uh, tobacco, because it was used basically as a currency, uh, had a legitimate uh, rate of conversion to... To gold and silver, so you could at, at any given point in time say this amount of tobacco is worth this much gold or silver, really? which I think is really interesting. It's like when you go to the bank and say, you know, hey, I need to exchange a hundred dollars for uh for the British pound, like or the euro, like you know. And then they go look at the you know exchange rate and what's the conversion they give you. Okay, well your hundred dollars today is worth you know um, you know eighty British pounds or whatever. Right. You know? and so right. and it, the, anyway, similar thing kind of took place there. Uh, which is kind of, kind of fascinating, but, um. That's why you always want to invest in precious metals and. and Tobacco. And tobacco, right. <laughs> and then bury it in the backyard. Right. right with right. the rest of us that are paranoid, right. <laughs> um of course with the FDA, we've got uh, everyone's up burying it in their like, you know, sock drawer and stuff. So. That's the thing. Right.
0: All the conspiracy theorists are like, no, we're hoarding gold, but you, you're like the chief of like, no, no, I'm no, hoarding the tobacco. That's not right. When yeah. the bombs go off and the, the stock market crashes, this this will be what <laughs> all this stuff here, this isn't
1: for sale This, <laughs> this is your insurance. This that's is right. Your investment yeah, right that's right. That's that's my retirement fund up there. I love it. I love it. So, um, you know, and and, and and so as you had the, the state and also even the church to some extent, mm. uh, you know, start to value people's wealth and, and also people's, you know, earning potential based on the amount of tobacco that they either produced or consumed, then, um, you know, obviously tobacco became a very important thing on its own. Could people tithe with tobacco? Uh, they could. If I had a church, they would be. I tell you be what, man. I bet, <laughs> I bet your father would be all if about we, that. If we started, <laughs> yeah. If we if we if we start one, we'll have to think about that. That's but um, yeah. there's so much heresy going on right now. No, all right. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I apologize. I'm going to um, reform tonight. Yeah. We've got you know the, this concept then that you know tobacco became very important, but w- we we wouldn't talk about tobacco in America even before the American Revolution if we didn't talk about slavery. And so, you know, slavery, obviously this extremely um, painful, tragic practice that, you know, didn't originate in America, obviously, but, um, you know, became predominant here as far as, you know, producing agricultural products here. And what's interesting is um, as much as we love tobacco, tobacco has a checkered history with uh, the advance of slavery in America as a viable uh, solution to the labor problem. And yeah. and, and what, what's fascinating is you've got, uh, you know, think about I think a lot of folks, they think, okay, when the, when the uh, Europeans came to the New World, they uh, immediately installed kind of slavery as their uh, mode of choice as far as, you know, working these fields and that kind of thing. But what happened is uh, actually more of the initial uh, labor force was dedicated, you know, by uh, this in This concept of indentured servitude, indentured servants, you know, these are people that basically would, you know, come to you and say, look, I'll I'll go over to this new world with you uh, that I don't know about. I will give you my uh, my life for the next, you know, 15 years. And by the end of that 15 years, you'll, you know, set me up with a nice little. Uh you know nest egg and give me some land, and, and then I'll be free to go so right, it's kind of right. like i'm I'm basically giving you uh my my work efforts for the next you know decade or whatever, and then they give you some land well what what happened is the tobacco. You know, at first, this was a viable option for growers, right? So they'd bring these indentured servants over, and then, you know, at the end, they'd give them some land. But but the thing is, tobacco, because it was becoming so popular in Europe, it made the land that much more valuable. Right. And so it didn't—like, these farmers, they were having to—this, like, you know, from a profit and loss standpoint, they were having this kind of gut-wrenching thing. Well, you know, I guess if I bring these indentured servants over, I you know, I I sure— you know I, I'm gonna have to at some point give them this really valuable land that's producing so much income for me right, right um, yeah. and and so that's when uh you know they started taking a closer look at some of this indentured servitude and the idea you know unfortunately and and just you know due to economics and you know the insensitivity of, of people being removed from other people's cultures and whatnot but um, as indentured servitude became less financially viable uh slavery became the um, you know, kind of the MO for these folks to, to grow the tobacco.
0: Yeah, and we talked about that actually in our in our last episode of the pipes and pi- uh pipe pipe tobacco pirates and uh, and whatnot about how yeah. there's the triangular yeah. trade That's which right. was yeah. uh I think cloth yeah. from Europe coming to Africa, enslaved Africans going to America, and America sending tobacco to well, Europe. Well there was
1: sugar in there somewhere. Sugar in know, there somewhere. Yeah, I I think I, I should know this, but yeah, I think you had sugar maybe going to Africa and then Is uh, sugar grown in Europe. Uh, no, that would be, um, that would be in the, in the Caribbean. Interesting. Okay. I I can't remember. I can't recall. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have someone school us very shortly on Twitter, uh, about the triangle, triangular trade, but
0: (laughs) pipes pipes and pirates or pirates and pipe tobacco, whatever the last one is. go back and listen to that one. That's
1: right. We covered it there. We knew then we don't know now. (laughs) Time travel. Um, but you know, anyway, so it's interesting, this, this tobacco, um, it's a incredibly labor, labor intensive, uh, crop to, you know, to, to handle and. Um, you know, uh, grow and, you know, grow, you know, productively and then cure and all these things. And so, you know, they saw this as a way to, um, you know, basically get cheap labor to come in and and kind of take care of this. And, and, and what's interesting is tobacco didn't just increase the land's value because tobacco is so popularly, you know, being consumed in Europe. It, it actually increased the land's value for this other weird reason. Uh, tobacco, uh, you know, for those that are more into agriculture, uh, they would know. And I, I obviously have just read about this. I have no background in agriculture at all. I'm a, um inner city wannabe hipster, you know, but <laughs> that doesn't know, you know, the first thing about chickens, but other than, you know, how to cook them in the oh, oven. Delicious. But um, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, t- tobacco, though, um, supposedly is extremely hard on the land that it's cultivated in. Oh, really? And so, like, very, very hard on the land. It just soaks Ugh. up nutrients and, and reduces the quality of the land very, uh, very fast at a very, at a very quick rate. And so, uh, it, you know, as it's using up this nutrients, it's just, it's making the soil, uh, you know, a little harsher to, to work with. And, and what's strange is that according to, you know, just my study, European food crops, these cereals that they would grow, primarily barley in Europe, um, require some harsh soil, which, which is strange. You, you would think, you know, they, they came to the New World, they're, you know, they're in the Tidewater area of Virginia, and they've got this really rich soil with all these nutrients in it. And it, I get, I kind of get the idea. It's almost like eating a piece of cake every day. Like the, like the barley, it was too, huh. they, it couldn't handle this rich soil. It needed something more, uh, that, that would make it, Fight for its survival. a little Interesting. More. Okay. And so, what okay. they under, what they found out is that uh, the the tobacco they could plant this tobacco in these fields, and then the tobacco, just because of how rough it is on the on the environment, would actually degrade some of the soil and make it more appropriate for things like barley. Man, nature's uh, so incredible. so they could eat. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. So not only was the was the uh, popularity of tobacco back in Europe a part of the explosion of tobacco, but then also, um, you know, the the qualities that tobacco had that helped it eventually grow food for, for, for these folks, which then they in turn traded to, uh, you know, the Indians and things like that. So, um, just a really weird kind of thing. And, and, and the story of all this, you know, we've, we've talked about, you know, like, um, You know, just uh, bringing more settlers to America, trading it with the Native Americans for natural resources, bringing in slavery and then, uh, you know, doing away with the whole working class of people called indentured servants. And then uh, and and then now, uh, you know, making land more valuable for uh, for foodstuffs and things like that. So literally the the incredible explosive growth over the 18th century You know, up until the point of the American Revolution, was was due to tobacco. It it, it was. You think about all (laughs) those all those little economic engines that are that are going for good or for bad, whatever they are. Like, uh, you know, all this at some point was touched by. Ah, uh, this leaf that we that we love and are and are passionate about, and so uh, just very fascinating. Yeah, um, the tobacco growth was directly responsible for American growth, um, and, and it was the first crop that transformed the American economy from you know that subsistence agriculture where you know people are just fighting to survive. You know, I'm going to grow in my backyard what I can eat, and that's and that's it. It, it transformed the American economy from from that to a you know production. Uh, you know, agrarian economy where you know it was a viable way to grow things to sell to others, and then you buy your own goods that you want, whether yeah. it be uh you know clothing or food or luxury items or whatever. And so, uh, you know, just the natural kind of pace of civilization that uh, some of these uh you know immigrants were used to in in Europe. So, um, it, just very fascinating to think about uh, how key the growth of the colonial. America was uh you know how how deeply connected and rooted that is with with this leaf uh tobacco and so um you know anyway as as America grew and and continued to you know get on its own feet they you know had more and more reason to uh desire uh things like influence and uh, you know political independence and things like that and 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 all the way up through the late 18th century you know you you had um, you know, this kind of quasi aristocracy developing on this side of the pond, you know, that, where people had taken advantage of these benefits from uh, all the economy that had come from the tobacco stuff. And, uh, you know, eventually, um, you know, felt like, you know, they needed their own government. And, uh, and so the the revolution broke out. Yeah. Well, what a great history lesson. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just kind of fun to revisit some of those things occasionally. And, uh, obviously we're all, uh, to some extent, even just by nature of, you know, going to, um, you know, at grade school in the United States, we're familiar with some of these things. But uh, we need to remember how deeply interwoven, um, you know, this, this passion and hobby that we have about tobacco is um, with the history of our, of our very way of life. Yeah. And I think that's worth paying attention to.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And what a great time to do it, man.
1: Yeah. Talk about a, uh, an
0: American history is tobacco history and tobacco history is American history. And what could be more American? The Missouri Meersham. man, pipes. a cork cob pipe? Are you kidding me? Isn't Missouri Mi- and correct hashtag me, America? Co- correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't Missouri Mirsham like the oldest pipe manufacturer in America? Uh, I I wouldn't doubt S- certainly it. Certainly one of the and, and
1: and of course it's based in Washington, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, which of course is based after our, uh, named after our first president. So and uh and, and what which which uh, pipe are we featuring from Missouri Meersham tonight? Man, once again we have a wonderful
0: uh, pipe from Missouri Meersham. Unfortunately, it's one of these that I'm going to butcher the name if I try to say it.
1: It's so easy. eaten, eaten, eaten. okay. It's just eating. All right, well, because yeah, you easy. can say eaten. No. What, <laughs> what you done eaten? It's it's, a, it's E-A-T-O-N. <laughs> it's the Eaton corncob pipe. We've got uh, just a real lovely little pipe here with a, a small um, acrylic stem on the end, just a real nice uh, kind of an amber uh, plastic piece there on the end, a real uh, long uh, kind of pencil shank, There and then a um you know a smallish kind of rounded billiard style bowl there. Uh, Again, a lot of these Missouri Meerschaum pipes, including the um, the Huck Finn pipe, which I'm a big fan of, uh, they kind of remind me uh, of this. of a, of a kind of a Cobb version of a Bing's favorite, which, uh, of course, if you're a longtime listener of, the, of Country Squire Radio, you'll know I'm just a big sucker for. So um, anyway, I, you know, I, I, I love these style pipes that uh, the folks at Missouri Mearsham have put so much thought and effort into designing um, with this longer kind of wooden shank. It's paired with this uh, shorter, um, almost Levat style uh, you know, mouthpiece that I think just really adds a nice uh, layer dimension there. So
0: the Levat <laughs> seems to be a, a consistent uh, kind of style in terms of their smaller bowls. Yeah. That's yeah. uh-huh. a really, really beautiful pipe. If you haven't checked it out, you should. You want to talk about competitive price. Look, they've got wonderfully priced pipes at wonderful quality. You're going to want to check them out. Missouri Mirsham. Thanks so much to them for sponsoring the show. And yeah. we thank all of you for supporting them.
1: Type question, question of, the of the week. Real quick, uh, we uh, have a tweet in that I have to read if I can find it again. He yeah. says, uh, this is Adam uh, Bybee at Pesky Prussian on Twitter. He says, I'd watch you guys talk about tobacco pairings with Jane Eyre novels if you really wanted to. Man, that is dedication. Like, so, so that is someone, both right that, that is someone that probably would be on board with a, uh, with a barbecue and, uh, and, and tobacco pair. We should come up with just I something just, completely ridiculous one time. Like, like, I don't know, like what, what, uh, I think the barbecue pair, what, what is kind not of bad. pair of socks go best with English blends or something? I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm sure. Coming next April first, you could have a lot of fun with that. I think, I think I, think I would I would I would be very annoyed.
0: <laughs> Pipe question of the week this week is brought in to us, uh, Christopher Kafer, who's written this in, uh, says: What are both of your thoughts on leather wrapped pipes? Uh, was there a point in their origin, or was it merely for the aesthetic? Uh, keep up the great work, guys, and congrats on both your business success. Well, Christopher, thank you
1: so much. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, you know, as far as I can tell, just from uh, you know reading up on this a little bit. Uh, leather wrapped pipes is is an aesthetic thing. This is something that uh, hey, it sure. What's what's two luxury items that people know and love and would like maybe to combine together? A pipe and a piece of leather. You know, um, I I think if if the leather wrapped pipe does have any purpose other than just being an interesting uh, way to uh, you know cloak a pipe in this beautiful piece of leather, right. it, it also could could be for maybe a pipe if if the pipe has uh, bad grain or if it's got uh, maybe some kind of, you know, defect or something that would make it not particularly pretty to look at uh, from a grain standpoint. Well, you know, what better way to, you know, make this piece of briar, uh, you know, functional and beautiful and all that than putting, you know, very nice supple leather around around the pipe like that. Um, I, I have never really been a big fan. I um, Have you smoked one before? I, you know, I don't own one. I have, uh, you know, have a lot of friends that have one. I guess I've never have smoked one. But, uh, you know, in my sense, you're... You know the the pipe. You're 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 just putting an extra layer of something on top of it that is preventing it from um, maybe breathing uh, how it wants to. And so I, you know, I don't know. I, I for me, I, I think uh, it would probably produce a, uh, a maybe a hotter bowl. Um, and I, I just I've never really. Uh, considered one myself, you know. Yeah. I, I know Savinelli used to make uh, a beautiful leather pipe called the. Um, what is that called the Cricket? It's called the Cricket, which I like that name. It's a cool name for cricket, a pipe. Yes, but, cricket, yes, um, cricket. But you know they, uh, yeah. I mean, beautiful pipes, and 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 what's nice about them, kind of like the unfinished Savinellis and any natural, you know, unfinished pipe, uh, the the leather is going to color over time just with the oil on your hands, which is which is kind of cool. So, um, and I'm sure it feels real comfortable in your in your palm and all that, but for me, you know, the experience of smoking a pipe, I want a cool, um, light smoke. And, uh, you know, I think the, the leather just kind of, uh, in, in addition to whatever kind of glue or adhesive they have to put on the wood to keep the leather there, you know, um, you know, I I just don't think that, uh, lends itself to, you know, a particularly, uh, you know, pleasant smoke, but that's, uh, that's just me. And again, I've never, never owned one. Yeah.
0: You know, I've always been, every single time I've seen them, it just seems like, I don't get them. Like, it's like my mind has a hard time computing them. But at the same time, I'd be curious to learn more. That might need to be a subject matter for a. It, it might It might be. Might be worth kind of diving in and learn a little bit there. Cause it yeah. sounds like, you know, it sounds like both of us are kind of operating off of opinion. And so, uh, I'm,
1: <laughs> imagine us doing anything other well, than. well, you but, know. <laughs> that's
0: what we bring. But hey, one way or the other, great question. Hey, yeah, guys, yeah really good. Y'all uh, chime in on Facebook too. Do you like the leather ra- uh, coated pipes? What are your opinions? What do you like? What do you not like? Um put those comments on Facebook, We'd love to see that. And thanks, Chris, for sending in
1: that pipe question of the week. I, I think I'd be interested in uh hearing, you know, folks that do have leather wrap pipes. I, I would like to know how those wear. How how those age and wear. You yeah. Know, I, I I've seen uh this one very good friend of mine that has uh an older leather wrap pipe. You know, at some point the adhesive starts to wear on the leather that's holding the leather to the bowl. Oh,
0: where is so, it like? Yeah, abuse over time. A, a, exactly. Okay. Yeah.
1: And, and so you know, you've got the uh, the leather kind of peeling away from the bowl, and you know, and and then maybe uh, it gets too hot, and so one part's really colored one way, and parts colored another yeah. way. Then rather than a kind of a, a uniform patina on the leather that you might hope for, and so I I don't know. I you know, for me, um, it, it's kind of like. It, in my mind, I hope I don't offend anyone with this. I probably will, but it's kind of like you buying a, a Jaguar or a you know Mercedes or something. But then, but then inside this beautiful car, you've got like a chandelier. Like, like just don't. Like, like one's good enough. You know, just just buy the chandelier or or buy their Jaguar. Do people but, do that? But don't put them together. Is that a thing? I, it, occasionally, it is. Yeah, I've never been inside a Mercedes
0: that had a chandelier in it. But uh, you know, I, your, your mileage may vary. It, it might. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, great pipe question. If you got a pipe question of the week, send it in CSR at potestary Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question. Bring them, baby. All right, man. We got quick fire questions in from uh, Mortons and Devi, and I know I'm mispronouncing your name. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, he's actually approached us and been very gracious several with times, us. And, and and you several still times. butcher it, and that's okay because. Get,
0: get, get, I mean, it's out of love at this point. I call you JD on you the show anyway. <laughs> and, I,
1: and I I choose each time to not choke you. That's and, and, okay.
0: And I'm still alive. <laughs> love you, Morton. All right, so uh, here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. A hundred percent
1: or 110%? Of of anything? A hundred percent or 110%? Well, I think I want 110%. Uh, yeah. If I, it's a good thing, you know. I mean why have why have all when you can have all and then plus some. That's right. That's good. Uh yeah, I'm I'm all about giving 110%. And uh yeah, if I can get a, I never expect to get 110% but I, I love it when I do. I mean, I think I think, you know, Einstein would be uh disappointed in our in our mathematics here, you know, cuz isn't anything over 100% kind of like dividing by zero. You just can't really do that. Yeah. yeah. 110%, baby. All the way. All the yeah, I want the top. Pick your friends or pick your nose. Is that a saying? Is that a thing? Wow. These questions are crazy, Mortal.
0: Yeah, I'm um, crazy on that one.
1: I'm going to pick my friends.
0: Yeah, I mean. What about pick your friends
1: nose? Pick my nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, pick your friends.
1: Yeah, you we'll, your friends. we'll go with that.
0: All right. Who shot first, Han or Greedo? Han. Han. Han shot first. We're, we're old school like that. Yeah. Uh, and then finally. This makes me angry to even talk about that. I love this. This is an Eddie Izzard reference, and I appreciate you for it. Uh, cake or death? Wow. You know this bit, right? From no, these, no, I don't. Oh, it's so great. It's, uh, uh, it's a Church of England joke, actually. He's okay. talking about, okay. I, I'm remembering Kirk is like, yes, yes, welcome to Church of England. Cake or death? <laughs> <laughs> you there. Cake or death? Uh, cake, please. Uh, yeah, here you go. Very well. You there, cake or death? Cake, please. Okay, another cake. We're going to run out at this rate. Wow. You there, cake or death? Uh, death. No, no, I meant cake. Ah! You <laughs> said
1: death. Too late. <laughs> you need to go to the back of the aisle. We uh, didn't expect such a rush on cake. I, I I, think I'd have to go with cake as a good Anglican. <laughs> <laughs> give me, Give me cake. You can do whatever you want. Just don't block the aisle on the way to the cake. Let them
0: eat cake. Uh, I will go cake as well. Morton, you uh, successfully got us to answer all of the uh, uh, choices correctly or at least on the same answer, which means you either win or lose depending on uh, what you want to judge as winning or losing.
1: We should have a prize for that.
0: I feel like we should. We, yeah, we, we, we should
1: because it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's uh, it's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. All right. Good stuff. Hey, quick fire <laughs> questions. Love getting those in. Send them in csr at
2: Your Your thoughts, thoughts, your your comments, comments. listener feedback.
1: It's
0: a great listener feedback this week. But first, we want to tell you about our final sponsor for this show,
1: thispipelife.com. That's right, thispipelife.com. They've done such a good job at building this brand new community online, just kind of pulling together all the threads of uh, the pipe smoking world out there uh, and, and really integrating it with social media. And we're really proud to, to be a part of that.
0: Yeah, every single week, whenever we've got a new show, I'm going to try to get up on there and, and post something. I think in the general forums, uh, you know, they've got their uh, The Pipeline, which is their forums. I think it's such a great name for a forum community. And uh, and kind of go up there, maybe post a question uh, from this week's episode, maybe post something for next week's episode. So if you haven't gotten a chance to join the community, we encourage you to do so, thispipelife.com. And uh, yeah, and be on the lookout
1: in those forums. But also let them know that you heard about it because of Country Squire Radio. That's right. We got a tweet in from our friend Russ Hicks, a uh, good friend in um – and georgie says where's all that light in the shop coming from so bright and uh you, you know if you were listening at the front of the show we um we moved the tobacco bar to the front of the shop and so uh, we're literally just feet away uh, just a very few feet away from this uh this beautiful kind of picture window here that we've got up front so uh yeah it's kind of weird even for the viewers to get used to as we were setting the camera up tonight to uh get used to tonight's show we um, you know, had to adjust a few things just to kinda, you know, uh get get this uh together. We'll have to adjust how do we do the show. I've had to adjust just how I kinda operate daily, you know, even today being our first day when I had to go get some more blending tobacco. I was going to the wrong place <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. So um yeah, it's uh it's gonna take a little while to get used to, but it's uh it's been a lot of fun. Uh I, I wanna give a shout out to our listener Larry, uh from Washington State. He wants us to know very clearly how much these pop filters bother him? Um, and, and and I he think tweeted? I think no, he called earlier today. Oh, he called and, earlier, and he, and he called. We talked about uh, some things. We talked about some blends and some FDA stuff, and um, and this and that. But but Larry wanted uh, wanted me to to know. Uh, in, in the strongest of uh, of terms, that uh, these these black circles—if you're watching live, these black circles that are in front of Bo and, and my face—if uh, you look at us when we're like head on, like in it, it just kind of Bo put put your face. in Yeah, it just looks like Bo's got a big open mouth <laughs> it's just kind of and, and so larry you know for some people it just really bothers and so I, i'm actually trying to sit uh sideways tonight well i mean i've i've been kind of leaning to the side a little bit because we've yeah. gotten a little bit of an angle so and, and we got sense. a little bit of an angle so we're, we're gonna i'm mean, I, i'm just surprised people want to see my beautiful face
0: uh, Ah, yeah, yeah yeah, look <laughs> we love we love doing the live show uh here at countrysquireradio.com and, and for people to tune in for it which is awesome it's it's great to be able for us to, to feel like we see you even though you look like a webcam to us, uh, but at least you get a chance to kind of sit in, <laughs> sit in and, and uh, see see kind of what the experience would be like sitting in the shop, but we are a podcast first, so audio quality over everything else, and that means the pop filter is here to stay. It's
1: got, it, it does have to be here. Yes, indeed. But, but occasionally I can sit, you know, to the side.
0: All right. <laughs> we got a uh, YouTube comment in. It's kind of a follow-up from last week. This yeah. comes in from uh, Rick Waller. Uh, who says, great topic, guys. Uh, can you perform, again, we were talking about a pipe 101 last week about yeah. cake and yeah. uh, and maintaining that. He says, uh, great topic, guys. Can you perform the honey process if you have already started smoking a pipe? And he wants to clarify that he has uh, two fairly new pipes that he has yeah. attempted to break in.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you, know, you can if you're having trouble building cake. Obviously, the honey is not going to stay there a long time you know, a long time, the honey is going to caramelize and then burn away. Um, you know, this is kind of, you know, what it's for. It's really there just as a vehicle to get ash to stick to the side of the, of the, of the pipe. You know, I honestly, though, don't put honey in your pipe unless you're trying to build cake. Don't, you know, don't put honey in your pipe uh, once you've got a well-developed cake. And, um, and, you know, I, I, I don't know. I would just, I would, I would very much shy away from that, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think if you smoked it a few times and want to try it just to kind of advance the process some, uh, that that would be okay.
0: Hey, we also got a tweet in earlier in the show, actually, uh, which came in from, uh from pipe master who asks if he can buy the other 10 of Pembroke. So pipe master, I'm buying this one pipe master. It's, it's yours. All right. And that now...
2: That, first <laughs> How's time, that for a sale? Man, this is
0: a historic episode
1: of Country Squire Radio. First time we sold you something... You sold out on the show. On air. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm buying this Well, no, one. I do have, I still Still have this bag of uh, Tilbury here. <laughs> 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 i just said the show's over.
0: We got a... Phone lines are still active. <laughs> we got another email. And you want to read that one from Dan?
1: Yeah, this one's from Dan. Uh, through email, he says, Hey, John, David, and Bo. I've really enjoyed the show. I was searching for another podcast when I serendipitously discovered Country Squire Radio. I've been listening to... Old episodes on my drive home and it makes for a relaxing evening and serves as ample motivation to light up my pipe um, I appreciate all the information discussions and tips on the show I purchased several several great tobaccos and a few pipes based on what I've learned CSR has definitely helped me become a more proficient and prolific pipe smoker we've done our jobs uh, you guys do a great job and CSR is the most interesting and highest quality podcast Man. that I listen to Man, Bo well done, sir. Uh, the production quality puts most of the biggest podcasts to shame. Mm. It is possible. Well, we don't want to toot our horn you know, or anything, but uh, it is possible to make it easier. Is it possible to make it easier to get the archived episodes? I enjoy listening to them. It is a pain to stream them from Pottery. Maybe archive access could be a perk for using Satchel. I do use and I do like it. Uh, thanks for your work promoting the craft and hobby of pipe smoking, uh, Dan Schultz
0: yeah, Dan, uh, first of all, thanks so much for the extreme. really operations. kind words. yeah. Uh, he's referring listening from podcast uh, referring to listening from the website, of course. Um, you know a couple things on that. just real quick. you know, for long time listeners, you might not realize this, but uh, new new time listeners, if they're coming on the podcast, yeah they can only get about the last uh, 35 to 40 episodes i mean whatever the most recent
1: 35 that's, to 40 that's right. are yeah.
0: uh at least through the uh through the itunes and through the rss feed uh, of course all our entire over 150 archive of shows are available at CountrySquireRadio.com. that's right uh and you know it's it's a good suggestion i mean you know uh, I, I, love that. I mean, we've got some kind of technical limitations that go along with that. So if we were to make the full archive available, it would probably, uh, we'd have to kind of get creative with it and it would have to kind of be worth the, uh, the added adjustment and the, uh, technical workaround that would come with it. Yeah. Suffice to say, the way the art, well, I'm not going to get into how the RSS is built, but, uh, yeah, you, you can't future proof anything. I'll just say that.
1: Everything you just said, I, I'm like one of those dogs that all they hear when you speak is just like circle triangle happy face sunshine like i I don't know anything about what you're talking about but uh i know and trust bo and his uh technological proficiency and um and we'll uh leave that to him
0: yeah at some point we'd love to make that available we do thank you for listening to the satch uh through us to us through satchel Uh, If you haven't been listening to us through Satchel, we love it because you can tweet into the show. Maybe even send a few dollars if you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Uh, We also love it because uh, not only that, but you can also uh, tune into the show. Uh, no matter what device, if you've got an Android, if you've got an iPhone, we we do want to encourage you too. If you haven't already done so, you can go to iTunes. You can write us a review. It's still a good thing to do, and we hope that you would uh, consider doing that. You can keep up with us. You can email the show csr at potestary with any of your pipe questions of the week, your quick fire questions. You can tweet into the show at Squire Radio, or you can follow us uh, on, on our personal channels. I'm at the Real Bo York.
1: I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And
0: all that contact information and more can be found at Country squire radio.com be on the lookout facebook and twitter uh for these uh in these next uh, couple of uh, days and hours as i'll be in chicago especially if you're in the chicago area would love to meet up with you i think that'd be great all right man we had a uh, great show tonight. This is fun, man. Yeah, it's the
1: first time from this uh, kind of new vantage point in the shop. And it threw me off a little. I'm yeah, not going to lie. A, it's a little strange. Like, yeah. I
0: love this, but it did. It, for, I don't know. Just something just it's, feels it's, a little different. It's a little strange. Yeah. But,
1: uh, yeah, we'll get used to it. it will, will,
0: will, yeah. It'll, 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 I, I, I dig it, man. We've got uh, all this wonderful space. Hopefully, in the, the coming days and weeks, we'll be able to open this up so that uh, that you guys can actually, for, for those of you who want to, to actually come and attend, um, we might be able to make that happen, so. Mm-hmm. I love the idea, man. Wonderful. Let's go have a night. See you, brother.
2: You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit com.